Welcome to another bonus episode of Calm History, an extra treat for my Soak Plus members. This is part five of Titanic 360, Arrival of the Rescue Ship. Unlike the Titanic series on the public podcast, which tells the experience of one passenger, this Titanic 360 bonus series has been weaved together from multiple perspectives. You'll hear information gathered from many passengers, officers, crew members, and investigators. In part four, you heard about the challenges in the lifeboats as they rowed away from the sinking ship. In this episode, you'll hear about their fateful rescue and their recovery on board the rescue ship. You'll hear about many admirable efforts of strength, bravery, sacrifice, compassion, and kindness that turned a devastating tragedy into an uplifting sequence of many inspirational moments. All right, come climb inside my time machine of tranquility to hear all about the rescue of the survivors of the Titanic. I hope this episode distracts and relaxes your overactive brain squirrels. Part 5 of Titanic 360 Arrival of the Rescue Ship The survivors continue to drift and wait in their lifeboats, trying to protect themselves from the icy air. Just a short while ago, they had watched the Titanic slide slowly into the depths of the ocean. It was now 3.30 in the morning. A light once again appeared on the horizon. But after so many false alarms, they held back any feelings of celebration. They continued to stare at it. The light slowly resolved itself into a double light. They sat upright and continued to stare. If the two lights separated, then it was probably lights from two distant lifeboats. But if the lights remained together, then that could mean the lights of a rescue ship. Seconds crawled by, then minutes. Slowly a feeling of excitement spread through the lifeboats as the lights remained together. Immediately, the lifeboat swung around and headed for the lights. The ship heading towards them was the ocean liner, the Carpathia. Someone shouted, All now sing! And everyone who was not too weak broke out into song with, Row for the shore, boys! Tears came to the eyes of all as they realized that safety was at hand. Voices quivered due to a mix of coldness and excitement, yet 
they did their best to keep singing. The occupants of lifeboat number 13, which included Lawrence Beasley, watched the rescue ship draw closer. One of the survivors of lifeboat 13 shared this account. Our rescuer showed up rapidly, and as she swung around, we saw her cabins all alight and knew she must be a large steamer. She was now motionless, and we had to row to her. To reach her, we had to make a detour around a huge iceberg. Just then, day broke. A beautiful, quiet dawn that slowly illuminated the ocean's surface as we continued to row. We glanced around the horizon, and there were many other lifeboats everywhere the eye could see. We could see some lifeboats had already reached the ship. Our steersman made a memorable comment about the number of our sturdy lifeboat. Well, I shall never say again that 13 is an unlucky number. Boat 13 has been the best friend we've ever had. Margaret Molly Brown, another survivor, made this statement about the moment. Knowing that we were safe at last, I looked around me. The most wonderful dawn I've ever seen came upon us. For the first time, we saw where we were. Near us was open water, but on every side was ice. This ice was everywhere, and it was ten feet high. And to the right, and left, and back and front were icebergs. Some of them were mountain high. This sea of ice was forty miles wide, they told me later. We didn't wait for the Carpathia to come to us. We rode to it. As the lifeboats reached the rescue ship, the passengers on the Carpathia were moved to tears. One passenger on the rescue ship stated, The first lifeboat reached the Carpathia about 5.30 in the morning, and the last of the 16 lifeboats was unloaded before 9 in the morning. Some of the lifeboats were only half-filled, the first one having but two men and eleven women, even though it had accommodations for at least forty people. There were few men in the boats. The women were the bravest lot I've ever seen. Some of the men and women were in evening clothes, and the others had nothing on but night clothes and raincoats. The survivors were lifted up out of their lifeboats in a sling that was lowered to them from the Carpathia. Another account of the rescue was provided by Wallace Bradford, another passenger on the Carpathia. That was just a tasty nibble of my newest bonus episode. You can peek in the episode notes 
to learn more about it. If you are a Silk Plus member, then you'll find the full-length version of this bonus episode waiting for you in the bonus podcast. If you're not a Silk Plus member, then you can easily become one by using the link in the episode notes or by going to silkpodcasts.com. You are now just a small hop away from accessing this bonus episode and over 400 additional episodes, all free for a limited time. That there are a lot of episodes to feed your restless brain squirrels. Nom nom, nom nom nom.